This world needs honorable men. Are you raising the next generation of men? Do you have a son, a younger brother, a boy in the neighborhood that needs guidance? Are you a coach, a mentor? Are you considered wise counsel? Join me in discovering and putting into action what it takes to raise up and train the next generation of men. This world needs 1016 men. As rates of suicide, depression, and other mental health issues rise, and responsibility, accountability, masculinity, and purpose decline, I invite you to explore the soft and hard traits of man, how to engage a community, be a shepherd, warrior, and king. Lead, follow, debate, how to manage stress, how to be confident and take control of your life, and live it with purpose. The 1016 man is controlled, calculated, emotionally intelligent and resilient, engaged in family and community, is dangerous and kind. He is a shepherd, a warrior, and a king. Guys, you ever feel like life just keeps knocking you down? Like you're having trouble navigating the barrage and constant onslaught of life? Or that you just can't find a path towards a victory in your life? Guys, maybe it's time you find a corner man. That you find wise counsel. Guys, if you listened last week, if not, please go back and listen. Because in there, my wise counsel, Mark Flateau, drops one hour of just wisdom after wisdom as for wisdom and you begin to understand why I sought him to be my wise counsel. And, and while we're talking about corner man, listen, there's some great ones out there in boxing and in the MMA, Eddie Futch, who cornered four out of the five guys to beat Muhammad Ali, including Joe Frazier. And then his understudy, um, Freddie Roach, who cornered guys like Manny Pacquiao and then made the transition over MMA where he is um, one of the top guys for a stand-up game. And he cornered, helped to corner uh, George St. Pierre, who is at least in the conversation of the, one of the GOATs in the MMA world. Uh, he has only lost twice. And of those two guys, he went back and handily beat Matt Hughes and Matt Serra. Also in GSP's corner is a guy named Frost Sahabi who runs TriStar Gym out of Canada who is just an amazing, amazing corner man. And the power of a corner man for these guys, obviously these are great fighters, right? They, um, they go out there and they are the ones that are in the fight. But what these corner men do is they spend time understanding who their fighter is. They know their fighter in and out. They know their strengths. They know their weaknesses. They know their good and bad training habits. And they start to speak life into them. They also are going out and watching film of the people that they are fighting ahead of the fight that they are about to go into. And they're studying the strengths and weaknesses of their opponents. How they match up against their fighter. And they develop a whole training around this opponent, the strengths of your own fighter and the weaknesses against the strength and weaknesses of the other fighter. 
So if your guy is really good on his feet, he's good at throwing punches and kicks, um, and the other guy is good on the ground, well, you're going to develop skills to keep that fight on his feet so you stand the best chance of success. These cornermen are devoted to these guys, fighters for their fighters. They're warriors for them. And fathers, we have the opportunity to go down in history as our son's greatest cornermen. Guys, they came to us. I believe that our kids were known before the creation of this world and that they were uniquely created with a purpose. And the sad thing is, is that some of us are pushing down that created being. Instead of guiding them, we're trying to mold these kids into what we want them to be. Sometimes we just need to get out of the way a little bit. Wise counsel would be curious, would watch how their kid reacts to stresses in their life, watches how they engage with people, watch where they um, are best in conversation, watch what sets them off, watch what lights them up. We would know our kids. We would discipline them well, right? Discipline is teaching. Correction is part of it. But our discipline needs to be rooted in the fact that we are teaching them and guiding them. That we are good stewards of them. Guys, we should be guides and signposts towards them becoming as successful as they can be towards their purpose. Guys, we don't want to be roadblocks and detours but oftentimes we can be. Guys, and here's a little freebie for you. It won't probably come as a surprise when I say it, but the research shows that if we want to share wisdom with our kids, that our boys, the best time to do that is we're involved in activities. We're involved in doing something with them. So guys, if your kid likes to draw or your kid likes to shoot hoops, or your kid likes to run around, do those things, fix cars, whatever it may be, and they will start opening up. It just is an avenue for conversation. Research also shows that they will open up more in the dark. So think about bedtime, your bedtime routine. You might read them a book, um, turn out the lights, and then you know you say your prayers. You you might give them a back scratch. Maybe you give them a massage. Um, we, um, like to go through, you know, we do back scratches or massages because touch is such a huge thing for kids. Um, and it's just a way, it's another way to help them to open up and be relaxed and, and know that I am find value in them and that I'm loving them and caring for them. And it's, it's simple in that moment to do. The other thing we do is we go through uh, breathing exercises. So my kids know box breathing. They know that you breathe in through your nose for four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe out of your mouth for four seconds, hold for four seconds, or breathe in through your nose for four seconds, hold for six seconds, breathe out your mouth for eight seconds. So if you're listening, those are some good techniques. But we we go through those techniques. But in those moments when we're spending time there with them, Hey dad, you know, um, I did this today or Hey dad, um, what about this? And they start to open up and what they've discovered in both of those in, 
and them opening up during an activity and at night is it they don't it's it's difficult it's a struggle for kids to look you in the eyes when you're talking and um you know because we're emoting right we're we're showing them emotion through our eyes whether it's maybe they're getting that they're we're disappointed with them or maybe um that we're angry with them guys because when they're telling us stories we're filtering that through where we've been and so how are our kids seeing us react to what they're saying most importantly in this is go do something with them do something that they like to do they will open up and be present um, with them before bed it's a great time to jump in so what makes good wise counsel if you listen to my discussion with mark you will understand um, that his he had a firm foundation and he had an end in mind. And I believe both of those together are important. So his foundation was in the Lord and in scripture and his, his hope is for eternity. But here a, that foundation helps me to look to him because I know where he's going to, where he's drawing wisdom from. Now it may change over time as he grows in his understanding because I guarantee you Mark is still growing, which is another good trait of a corner man or wise counsel. But that he is not that he is firm in his foundation is very important. And that he's a willing to walk alongside me. That he's he understands who I am. He understands because he's walked with me for so long. He understands things that are hard for me or hurdles for me. He understands stories of where I've come from and it helps him to speak into my life in a way um, that is freeing for me to accept wisdom. So he's an active participant. And the other thing is that wise counsel should be fighters and warriors. And I'm going to pull from DJ Van Ness who wrote The Warrior Within. He said, defines fighters as people who are willing to put in the work to become better, to better themselves. And warriors are those who are willing to put in the work for others. You know, I, and I start to hear some John Wooden in here. And John Wooden describes a success as self-satisfaction, which is, comes from an internal peace and knowing that you gave everything you could to be um, all that you were capable of becoming. So it was all about the effort. That was success. So gentlemen, be fighters. Be the best you can be. Never stop learning. And if you're looking for wise counsel, if they've stopped learning, if they've stopped growing, move on. Wisdom, um, also warriors, if they're not fighting for you, if they're not being better, making themselves better for you or for others, they're probably not good wise counsel. And guys, wise counsel will know that going through a storm develops character and hope. That what you find when you go through a storm is that you can persevere, you can endure, and out of that comes a character that is developed. 
And with that character comes hope because now you know you can get through anything. A good, wise counsel, a good corner man worth their salt will walk through that valley with you. Right? They're going to prepare a meal for you even when bad stuff is going on around you. Fathers, coaches, teachers, you need to show up for our boys. You can't just, guys, you can't stand on the sidelines of life barking orders and telling them how to live life and expect them to take that. They're not going to. They want somebody who finds value in them, who wants to be around them, who's excited to be with them. And in moments that are hard, we'll walk alongside them. And coaches, listen, we are entrusting our kids to you. If our kids, if our boys are not leaving your program better men, then you may need to restructure how you're doing things. You may need to find a new focus. Your sport should be a vessel for creating character, developing character. That it shouldn't become, that outcome should be second to character. I know you're trying to win games and I think that that's great. While you're trying to win games, while you're teaching those skills, develop character. They should be able to fail. Failure is imperative. If they don't feel like they can fail with you, they're not going to get better. They're not going to want to be better for you. If you're not proud of their effort, they will never, you will not have the most successful team you can. That quote I shared of John Wooden's, of his definition of success, which is basically effort. If you, if you get the most effort out of all of your players, you're going to get the best team you can. But in order to do that, you have to know your player. You have to know what their best effort is and they have to trust you. They're not going to give you their best effort otherwise and you're not going to have the best team. So go for character first. And mothers, if you're a single mom, find a mentor, find a man that your boy can have as a corner man or as wise counsel. Men, if you have somebody, a boy who needs wise counsel in their life, be that. Be open. Our boys need other men in their life. Young men, if you're listening, be hungry. Seek wise counsel like you're looking for gold, like you're looking for treasures. There's this quote by Zig Ziglar that says, you can't fly with eagles if you continue to scratch with turkeys. Your pathway up is wise counsel. If you're wanting to soar with eagles, if you're wanting to do what eagles do, you have to learn from eagles. You can't learn from somebody else that's not doing those things. Go back and listen to what it takes to be wise counsel. Listen to what I said about those fighters and what their corner men are looking for. 
and don't fall into the trap that I did when I was young. Listen, my parents got divorced. I became a the quote-unquote man of the house. I was the oldest sibling in the house, the oldest male in the house. And I think naturally, I just took on that role. I told my mom I'd always be there, and I always was. Um, and I worked hard, and I tried to understand my brothers and sisters. But what happened in there is that I became prideful. I didn't know what being a man of the house was because my dad wasn't in the house. So I leaned on my own understanding. And when you do that, if you lean on your own understanding, even the Bible would say you're a fool. Don't do what I did. Seek wise counsel. It's not weak to ask questions. I thought that if I asked questions, that I would be found out that I wasn't a man, that I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But the truth was, I didn't know what I was doing. How could I? You don't know what you don't know. I was not ready to be a man. Seek wise counsel. You're not we- you not only are you not weak, you are wise to seek wise counsel. Ask all the questions. Listen, I slowed down getting better. I slowed down growing. I slowed down being as good as I could. I slowed down I was slow to getting to successful moments in my life because I was relying on my own understanding. I was not asking questions of people who knew the answers. Guys, if if my explanation isn't good enough, and if Tiger Woods can ask his caddy how to play the next shot, or Mike Trout can ask for hitting instruction, and if Mike Tyson can ask his corner man for wisdom of the next fight, then you can ask more questions on what it takes to be a man. And you should. Those golfers, those baseball players, those fighters, what they know, the good ones is, I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to keep growing. Expect that from your wise counsel. Be that wise counsel. Gentlemen, who do you want to be? Guys, we have an opportunity to lead and to grow ourselves. And we have the opportunity to lead and grow other people. You can't do that on the sidelines. Guys, if you're struggling with any sort of... um, addiction, or you're struggling with any sort of depression, anxiety in your life that keeps you from being the person you need to be, seek some help. Get what you need to be, to be the corner man that you can for other people, but be there first to be a fighter, to be the best that you're capable of becoming, and then you will be ready to be a warrior for others. Guys, if you're like me and you've made mistakes as a father, you've made mistakes just as a man, overcome them. Change your trajectory, change your story, change your narrative. It's not over. We all fail. I fail every single day. In preparation for this, I called and asked for um, wise counsel from Mark 
just two days ago, I, I had some stuff just worn and stern inside me, so I called him, asked for advice. Guys, it is important to walk alongside other men. It's important for us to be warriors for each other, a band of brothers. You got my back, I got your back. One of my promises to you is that I will always be a fighter, that I'm always going to be bettering myself. And my promise also is that I will be a warrior for you. I will show up for you. Listen, I, this, may, this may fall flat with some of you. I may miss the mark on a podcast. I know that I've had podcasts that where I have, uh, you will hear, I have um, ones that I had poor audio. I have some that I have an echo in the background. I have some that I'm tripping on my words. Uh, you may hear me in this one. Guys, it's not about being perfect now. It's not about always doing it right. It's not about having all the right answers, but it is about getting better. And you know what I'm going to say. Find a corner man. Be a good corner man. Develop the skills and traits necessary to be the man that you're capable of becoming. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this show. If you enjoyed it, please like, share, and write a review. Also, check out my webpage at 1016man.com. That's 1016man.com. Gentlemen, do not stand idly by. Live a life of purpose and truth. Become a 1016 man. Become a shepherd. Become a warrior. Become a king.